Hi, I'm Viv and I'm the face behind Skin Farmer Aesthetics in Stockton-on-Tees. Tonight I thought I'd continue with my series of lives looking at the use of facial ultrasound scanning. And tonight we're starting a series of lives with Dr. Sonny Desi, who's a friend and colleague who I've known for a while now. So I'll just add him on. There we go. Hi, Viv. Is that working? Working fine, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, good. I raced home. Um, are, you, are you still in clinic? Yeah, yeah. I've been, because I've got a clinic um, from home, so I'm, uh, it's easy enough for me to get back into the clinic. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, no, I raced, I raced home, um, so I finished, uh, I think, 10 to 8, uh, 8, 8 o'clock, and then uh, I got home. Um, but no one's at home, so I was like, well, where is everyone? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've been ringing. Quiet night. So I'll, I'll get interrupted now by a phone call saying uh, where they are. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. It's well, fine. Um, go on. I, I yeah, heard the well, introduction, so after you. Yeah. Well, as I, as I was saying, um, I've known you for a couple of years now, mainly because of COVID more than anything. And we've both been doing our aesthetics work. And one of the big topics in aesthetics now is the use of ultrasound scanning during the work we carry out. So I thought we'd talk about it. And we're thinking of starting a series of lives every week over the next few Thursdays. Um, to talk about our own experiences of using ultrasound in our work, how we got into it, what we think of it, and what we plan to do with that technology as well. So um, we're going to keep it short. It's not going to be the usual hour-long uh, recording. We'll keep it to about 15 minutes or so. It'll give uh, viewers an idea of what we're talking about and what we'll be talking about in the future. So it was really just to say thanks for joining me and I'll probably join you next week uh, when you host the live yourself, Sonny. Um, so we've both been working aesthetics. I work up in the northeast. Sonny works at his own clinic, Vasana, um, in uh, which part of England is that? East Midlands. East Midlands, so, right. Yeah, so in, in, in Rutland, in, uh, which is a small county next to Leicester. Yeah, yeah. Great. You need to, so as I said, it's the smallest county in the country, so you'll be like looking and then, oh, that's where it is. When you look on the <laughs> country, so. Well, I'm sure you're the best uh, aesthetics practitioner in that place, in that yeah, area. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll go through a few topics. This is just a short uh, introduction to do with our lives. Um, we've both been working with an ultrasound device for the last, well, I've been using it for probably about three months or so. I use um, a Clarius uh, L20 HD ultrasound scanner, portable, wireless, rechargeable battery, and I can use it for all sorts of aesthetics work that I carry out. You've had yours for a little bit longer, have you, Sonny? Well, okay, um, for open transparency, I have had it for longer, but you probably... You probably used yours sooner than I did. So um, <laughs> right. classically, I, I bought it. So um, I guess one of, the, one of the, the things that maybe people are watching is that, well, you bought a new kit, piece of kit into equipment, you invested in it. So, you know, where did the journey start? Um, and I, I had made some notes just to make it easier. So we kept it structured rather than going off on a tangent. But... Um, I guess where we start off with is why did I choose uh, ultrasound 
to invest in yeah. and I invested in it I think it was uh, November December of last year it did stay in the box yeah. for a while probably a couple right. of weeks and I think it was I think it was your prompting about how am I getting on with it that it prompted me to get it out and it was a little bit of a fear because I spent so much money on it and then I was like I'm not quite sure how I'm going to utilize this but yeah. over our conversations we have kind of reflected on what led us to this investment so yeah um to make this entertaining i'm going to just use some wild analogies so i i equate ultrasound right now to like cryptocurrency right yeah. everyone's heard of <laughs> ultrasound and everyone's heard of bitcoin but the majority of people would be like ah oh, bitcoin cryptocurrency that's not that's not for me and in aesthetics yeah. I get that yeah. same impression. You could speak to 10 people and maybe 50% will say, yeah, but why do you need ultrasound in clinic? It's, you know, just like the, 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 the doomsayers for crypto. So yeah, what's the difference between ultrasound and crypto? There's no difference. They're both important. <laughs> but in terms yeah. of, um, what I was going to ask you to just structure this a bit yeah. better is why did you, why did you, why did you want to invest in ultrasound? Like, um, I'm, I, I'm pretty much into all forms of technology um, and I've been interested in technology for years as a student, as a practitioner. Um, and for me, I came about it by accident about a year ago when I, uh, when I saw um, a webinar by a doctor called Dr. Leonie Shelker last year. And she was taking part in an ultrasound webinar on behalf of CMAC, who we're both members of, uh, Complications Group. Um, and she was talking about the use of ultrasound in, in diagnosing problems, particularly in facial aesthetic complications. And for me, that was just um, a game changer of hearing about what could be done with a technolo technological device like that in our own work and the work that I do with dermal fillers in particular. So I looked at the devices that were available. I spoke to a few different individuals that um, were providing information about the device. Uh, I spoke to Leone, I spoke to Tom Van Eyck over in the Netherlands, and I ended up uh, investing in a scanner myself earlier this year. And it was for the purposes of improving patient safety more than anything. But the other reason is we, we hear a lot about practitioners using a device like this, but individuals don't always get to hear what it's like for us in our own experience of using the device. You know, how do we find it? What can we do with it? How, how difficult is it to use? And I think the reason for having these um, lives was to give our own experiences of, of using the device and what we'll plan on doing with it. Um, um, so let that, that's a really good point there. So I think the first, the first question is, if you're invest, and we'll kind of make it generic. So if you're investing in a piece of kit, so if yeah. you want to invest in a piece of kit in clinic, as an aesthetic practitioner, as a, you know, if you're running a clinic, what, you know, what is the reason? So the reason for me, and I think the reason we discussed this was that I want to invest in a piece of kit that, yeah, improves sa patient safety, improves my ability to inject better yeah and yeah. also in turn increase value that i'm um delivering in clinic and yeah and the second question is well how do i do that so how do i improve patient safety how do yeah. i 
add more value um, for my patients in clinic, especially in the injectables front? And how do yeah. I improve my ability to inject? Well, I'm going to invest in a kit that helps with injectables, which is ultrasound. Now, I yeah. I remember our conversation about which piece, um, which piece of which ultrasound to invest in, and I think this is where we yeah. differed a little bit. Do you remember? Do you remember how yeah. we were going to approach it? Yeah, it was. It, it's difficult in terms of it's an expensive piece of equipment. They're not cheap devices, and there's there is more than just the Clarius around. There's other devices available. Um, GE make a device. Philips make a device. Um, it was really to look at a device that could give me exactly what I wanted. I wanted to use a device that would benefit me. It would benefit my patients, but also I could use it with other practitioners. And one of the reasons I use this is because we can share information um, together. Um, the other devices may be possible in future to do that, but currently the Clarius is used by a lot of practitioners. There's a lot of experienced practitioners using the device. And for me, I found it more beneficial to know that something like this is tried and tested. So I chose this after speaking to you, knowing that you bought one already, Oh no, I feel bad now because I only I only bought it because they said you get free battery and holder with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, I did. We did get free battery and holder with it anyway. But um, no, exactly <laughs> that. So I, you did your research with on this, and I, I think at the. Sorry, I've got pause on my battery's low, but I I looked at yeah. the. Um, uh, Clarius and I looked at the others but it was the portability it yeah. was the software integration definitely and then there's a lot yeah. of there's a wealth of information out there so Clarius have got a really good website with loads of videos and, and it's versatile use like I think there's videos on yeah. there for veteran vets for uh, yeah. orthopedics with joint injectors um, for obstetrics and gynecology and I thought if it's such a versatile device it, it yeah. is probably going to fit very well into like a both of us are holistic practitioners, it's going to work well yeah. because yes, it's for facial aesthetics, but we can use it for other things. So um, that was yeah. like, why would you choose this piece of kit to invest in? And then I guess the yeah. second, the, for me, it was where was I at in terms of my story, in terms of injectables? So I've done loads of training as of you. So yeah. like, well, maybe I'm not as confident as I want to be because of the risk of yeah. complications because of the risk of complications, then does that inhibit my ability to be the best injector? So yeah. um, possibly I'm worried about visualizing yeah. certain areas and then that yeah. limits my ability and again, the effectiveness of what I'm doing. And then yeah. um, perhaps I, I just wanted to differentiate myself um, yeah. from other you know other clinics and practitioners and by you yeah. by innovating and what about for you what was it where what was the kind of what was the kind of not negative points but kind of where were you at before you had uh i was training training is an important part of aesthetics practice you need to practice you need to train um ongoing you can't just train once and that's it you need to carry on with training but despite all the training that you do there is no guarantee in injecting you you base your knowledge on reading on anatomy um on experience but ultimately we cannot see what we're injecting we can't see under the skin and that's always been a problem um 
in the early days when I first started, I, I used to have sleepless nights worrying about whether I've caused a problem by injecting filler in the wrong place or use the wrong amount. And in terms of improving not just patient safety, the benefit of this device that I've wanted was to make things easy for me as well. You know, psychologically, carrying out injections isn't easy when you're worrying about them all the time. And having a device like this can, in my experience now, make work easier for me. I feel happier and more confident in being able to inject dermal fillers in particular by using a device like this. Um, I'm not saying I was completely hopeless before using this, but what it has done, it's helped me feel more confident and give me an extra layer of security that I prefer to have. So it, the reason I chose the device was because it was available and was able to make my life easier in terms of safer patient treatment and also making my sleepless nights less uh, worried, uh, having less worry about them. So I think you know, possibly where most practitioners are and where we were was that you can inject, but if there is a complication or a problem, it might not be immediate. But how do you, yeah. you know, when at that time when you have a lump or a swelling, yeah, and you know, as as healthcare practitioners, we all know what's available to us, but we just couldn't do it in clinic, and then we have to refer, yeah. and then you have to network, and obviously, that that's not always easy, especially as sole practitioners. You know, you're running a clinic by yeah. yourself, so possibly, perhaps, maybe you're at a situation where um, I'm worried about injecting because then I might end yeah. up with something that I can't visualize and, yeah. and sort out. And then, you know, where, where do you want to be? Where do we yeah. want to be by having ultrasound? Um, we wanted to be able to help visualize the problem. So if it's a lump yeah. or granuloma or swelling, we can visualize it and then potentially yeah. um, diagnose it and treat it. Um, yeah. We wanted to be envisage a time when we're confident in injecting yeah. i mean like you said clinically you can assess but yes yeah. that extra safety layer that you've got and also again you know it, it brings you to a time when you are different to other practitioners because yeah you're you're innovating in something that's just seems to be tried and tested uh it's yeah. tried and tested technology as opposed to just playing it safe and just in, injecting you know innovating in your clinic trying yeah. new ideas you know fine you know we could have invested in a piece of kit that just didn't add any value but we we yeah. both know as healthcare practitioners that it it does so it does it's there's also efficacy um in terms of like um assessing efficacy of treatment we're basing it on how somebody looks and that isn't always the only thing that we need to do somebody can look great after a filler treatment but there isn't a guarantee that the reason they look that good is because you've injected in the right place. And something like this, this scanner can, can show us exactly where a filler has been injected. Um, it can help us with guided injection. We can actually see as we're injecting exactly where the filler is lying, how it's spreading once it's injected. And that's one of the benefits. If we know we've injected in the right place, we're more likely to cause less problems and we're more likely to see a more beneficial outcome for the patient at the end of the treatment for, a, for an ongoing period of time. So, so we've kind of spoken about um, where we were before we had yeah. ultrasound. Um, we've kind of discussed 
like why ultrasound, why we wanted to get ultrasound, and obviously why we chose the Clarius. Yeah. Where we were, where we are now, where we want to be, and obviously innovating. So, I guess why is it important to have ultrasound in an aesthetics clinic? Um, yeah. Yeah. So why it's, is it important? Why is it important? Why is it so important now? In terms, in terms of, in terms of use of the technology now, I use it um, to assess, to vascular map all of my patients, whether it be dermal filler, toxin, or other patients. I pretty much use this in every patient that comes in to see me now. Um, it gives me practice in, in assessing different parts of the face. It gives me experience in carrying out certain treatments for those patients. And the benefit for me is it helps me carry out my work more easily, more safely. And it gives me um, the ability to worry less about what I'm doing. So safety is one issue. Um, it's important because it's improving safety for the patient. It's improving efficacy for the treatments I carry out. Patients are happier because I'm using it and they think having technology that makes the treatment safer will benefit them, which it will. Um, and also it lets, um, it lets patients be more confident in, in your abilities, not just in the treatments you're doing, in other treatments they may be thinking about. Um, they can see that you've invested time, money and energy yeah, into looking after them. And because of that, they tend to to be um, more confident in in your abilities and my abilities. So do you think, as in the wider picture, so why is it so important now? Do you think that, for example, in a year's time, insurance companies will start to be insisting that if you're an advanced injector, you've got to actually be trained in ultrasound? I think um, the benefit of ultrasound is is easy to see for any injector. and Insurance companies base um, base their fees, their 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 the amounts they charge for on the safety and the danger involved in carrying out certain treatments. With fillers, um, there's risk of a vascular compromise, vascular blockage, and their problems that the insurance company have to face should there be a claim. Now. If a practitioner like me or you is using one of these and we're avoiding problems by carrying out vascular mapping, by carrying out guided injection, checking after treatment, um, if we're doing those things, we're making the risk to the patient far less. Um, we, there needs to be research done to look at, you know, the differences in treatments carried out by uh, ultrasound injectors and those that don't use ultrasound. There may be a difference. But I think over time there'll be a noticeable difference in those that use ultrasound. Well, I mean, I, I can see it where if you are regularly dissolving um, other people's yeah. works, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. if patients come to you, and I know that patients come to you as well, and that's, I yeah. think that was one of the reasons why, again, why is it so important now, is that forget the insurance companies, because obviously that, that's it. But the bigger picture is, is that regulation is coming in licenses coming in and yeah. you know if you're dissolving other people's work how obviously you've got a lot of knowledge you're you're confident in doing it but you know having the the tools to visualize yeah where the problem is i'm surely that's going to um make a difference it, 
certainly is. Well, even tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I've got a patient that's had treatment elsewhere. She came for a consultation uh, last week. Now, I did some scans with the ultrasound, found filler in places that they shouldn't have been. And she's basically wanting reversal of treatment um, based on what she's had. So I'm going to be using this tomorrow to do more assessments around her face carrying out a lip dissolution treatment and some uh, nose-to-mouth area dissolution. So this um, will help me to be able to find exactly where the filler is. I'll be able to dissolve it much more accurately than just guessing and using excessive amounts of uh, prescription-only high hyaluronidase. Just on that, on that note, because I'm playing devil's advocate, you know, someone will, yeah. be, someone will basically say, well, hang on a second, guys, with hyaluronidase, it, it infiltrates through tissue anyway. So yeah. why does it make a difference that if you've got a drug like hyaluronidase that infiltrates your tissue and you know roughly where the problem is, yeah. why do you need ultrasound to visualise it? Well, because in my experience of, of reading all the literature and seeing what other people are doing, you'll have seen Instagram lives where somebody's spent a day or two days or a week trying to dissolve a filler in somebody's nose or in the lips. And the volumes of, top of um, hyaluronidase, the dissolving agent, is ridiculously high. And the higher dose that's used, the more problems you're likely yeah, to see. Definitely. So using guided ultrasound to actually assess the tissue to target the uh, dissolution, you're using far less um, hyaluronidase prescription only medicine there's no point using something excessively if you know what the problem is and exactly where it is why use uh, material when there's no need for it yeah, exactly I, i'm in agreement i was playing devil's advocate to the point but, um, <laughs> but the, the point is is that if you can if yeah obviously it takes a little bit of experience but i'm the same as yeah. you so now before every patient i will vascular map so vascular map for those of you who are pa patients uh, watching is where the vasculature is your arteries, your veins, and you and the the ultrasound that both Viv and I have in clinic allows us to see blood flow, and it goes back to complications. You know, you might not necessarily cause a vascular occlusion, but you may. Yeah. It, you know, you might be presented with two, three days later where you've got a vascular compre compression, and yeah. again you'd be like, well, I didn't see that when I was injecting. There was, there's no chance that I, you know, I aspirated, I checked, I did everything I could. Yeah. But still, yeah. this patient's presented with a suspected compression. And yeah. how, I, know, I don't want to be in that situation. So now I've got a piece of kit in clinic where I can yeah. see um, that if there's intermittent blood flow in an area, potentially, and then there's yeah. a definite object on, the, on, on, on visualization, that it could be that the fill is yeah. suppressing. Um, so if we said we'd keep it short, so that yeah. <laughs> we, could, uh, we, could have, we, we could get back to our lives. But um, so yeah. my view was that in terms of, this series of talks everyone who's watching listening is that we will carry on talking this month about why we chose ultrasound kind of just repeating the message um so what i mean if there's anything that anyone wants us to talk about specifically we can do yeah. but we'll probably just be exploring a little bit more about maybe the clarius itself um and how yeah. exp uh, what 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 is it that you want to what, what should we focus on next week with in terms of part from um, really what we see we start with the beginning i suppose we can treat it a bit like a story and start at the beginning and 
we can say like what did we do when we first got the device you know what did we end up doing with it at the start well, taking, um, it, taking it out of the box first is a good start isn't yeah, it? yeah just setting it up you know things like what do you actually do when you get it that was one of the difficulties when i first got mine what do you actually do um with experience you get to know exactly what you need to do but it is a steep learning curve and that's one of the things i found it's not easy to start using a, an ultrasound scanner if you've had no experience previously um, so I think maybe starting at the beginning, just basics, just to talk about yeah, yeah, what the device is. So what... our experience of taking out the box and what we did at first. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Viv, you're hosting. I'll let you have the last word. No problem. Really nice to speak to you, Sonny. And um, as I say, it's, we're going to do a series of lives every week, every Thursday evening for the next um, five or six weeks, I think. And if there's any topics anybody would like us to talk about in these lives, just message us and we're happy to discuss whatever's of interest. Um, but I think, you know, if people are interested in this, in a device to make things safer for them and for the patient, and one of the other things is it can also be used to improve networking between practitioners within localities. If there's a problem locally, if a practitioner's on holiday and somebody in a local area may have a device, um, it wouldn't be that difficult to organise um, an, an out-of-hours service where one practitioner that uses a device may, should be available for all patients with a problem within a certain area. And it's just something that could be looked at in future. It's an interesting idea, Viv. When you say after hours <laughs> like that, it sends a shiver down the spine. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's ways of organising it, but it's just one idea that's one thing no, I thought no about. hours in our business. It's all hours or nothing, basically. It, when, it, when, it, you, it, when your head hits the pillow, that's when you, that's when that's when it's. It's, uh, it's just. It's just at times like when you say on holiday and there's a patient that might have a problem, you're, you're not around to, to look at a vascular compromise issue. Um, if there was a practitioner locally that that patient could go and see who had an ultrasound scanner, yeah, it no, would make life easier for everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean that's, that, that'll be the goal that practitioners um, work and network, and that's what we do. I mean, we've, yeah. we've, you know, you're in the north and I'm in the East Midlands. Um, we're not in locality, but just sharing this yeah. information and, and what we've picked up with ultrasound so far but yeah i look yeah. forward to next week so i'm hosting it next week next week uh 8 30 next thursday and we will talk about the beginnings of when we first got the device i think that's probably the easiest thing to do brilliant babe. thanks very much great okay nice thing to you sonny Cheers, mate. Bye -bye. see ya